you're about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. Uh, Over the last few weeks, uh, I've been speaking on the Holy Spirit. I've been speaking on the influence of the Spirit. And today I want to speak on the Spirit of Truth. I have discovered over time that the greatest tool of success that a person can ever acquire is truth. Knowing the truth and having the truth will set you on high above person, circumstances, situations, or position. Knowing the truth and having the truth. Many people live a life that is deceptive because they lack the truth. And many of you sit down here and you can recognize that you never like to associate with a deceitful person. Many who are parents, and some of you will be parents, the greatest thing that annoys you is if your daughter or son is not telling you the truth. When you know the truth, the truth sets you above circumstances. Knowing the truth will allow you to know what to do. The Bible tells us that God has given us a person who stays with you and through him you are guaranteed success in every sphere of life because he is the spirit of truth. You will learn something tonight. Which shows to me, and this was revealed to me a couple of years ago, that if I am failing in any area of my life is because I have not allowed Him, the Holy Spirit, to lead me. How how can you actually fail with someone who has never lost a case or who has never failed? Sometimes it may look like he has failed, but it's all in the plan. So sometimes we, we, if I'm with the spirit of truth, if I'm with the Holy Spirit and he's leading me, sometimes it may look like I'm being led down a path that, God, I don't understand where I am. But he never fails. Because what you're going through is part of the plan in him leading us into all truth. Let me give you a good example. Jesus was led down the path of the road to the crucifixion. He was crucified. He was on the cross. And at that point in time, the devil thought he had won and everybody else around felt Jesus has failed. But Jesus never loses because the process was part of the plan of success. So when you have someone who has never lost a case and tells you, I will win the case, when he is in the court of law and every, the case seems to go really wrong and really bad, he keeps saying to you, don't worry, don't worry, it gets worse before it gets better. And it's at one point in time, some of you, some people, they find another lawyer. Uh, apparently, I was watching a film, very funny film, a long time ago. Uh, I can't remember what the name is. It's just about this lawyer who was totally useless. Uh, useless in the fact that he's never... Uh, my Cousin Vinny. It's called My Cousin Vinny. If, you've ever, if you haven't watched that film, it's an old film. It is hilarious. Absolutely good. My Cousin Vinny. 
Um, and this, 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 this guy graduated from law school, very useless, doesn't know what to wear in the court, doesn't know anything. The only thing about him and his girlfriend then is that they argue a lot. And at one point in time, they, they were arguing just about a dripping water. There's something dripping. And why it drips, what's the diameter, how do you know it's this? So he just argues a lot. So his cousin committed, they didn't commit any offense. They, someone was shot, and because they were the nearest there, nearest to be found, they, they caught him and then they uh, took them to court. The other guy knew it was a done case. The other lawyer knew they've won the case, there's no point. And th th it was two of them that was in, involved. One got a lawyer, the other one called his cousin, Vinny. He says, Vin, from New York, I need your help. Vin comes out in a leather jacket. He's going to court in a leather jacket with a trousers. I'm not going to tell you the full story, but it is really funny. And he gets into the court, and the judge is looking at him like, are you dressed for court? And so when you watch it over, you see that the following day, the judge said he needs to dress well. He went to, the, to uh, buy a suit. And the suit he bought was a pink suit, uh, brought it into court, and his cousin was thinking, I better side with the other lawyer. And throughout the whole argument, his cousin, who was the lawyer, was just like this and sleeping. You can hear him snore. And then at one point in time, they now nudged him that, do you have anything to say? He said no. His cousin was like, this is a murder case, I'm going to court. And the, and his, the, the lawyer, his cousin says, yeah, don't worry, just, just let them keep talking. And there's something just arose on the inside of him, and he said to the, the other lawyer, looked like he was good, so the other guy thought he was going to win. The, 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 the other guy, the, the, the other co-spirator. And then funny enough, as you go along with the story, you find out that the other, his friend had to sack his own lawyer because... His cousin Vinny, as he was sleeping in court, when they wake him up, he just asks two questions and then get, gets rid of that witness. He sleeps off again and then they says, do you have anything to, about this witness? He gets this reason, he, he destroys the witness and then he goes off to sleep again. Uh, and all he was saying to his guys is, trust me, trust me, trust me, trust me, because I have never lost a case in my life. In the middle of the court case, the guy, his cousin, asked him, how many cases that have you actually uh, defended since you have never lost a case in your life? He says, none. <laughs> so he has never lost a case in his life because he's never defended any. At the end of the day, go and watch the, uh, the rest of it. So it's really hilarious. So what, what I'm saying here is that while the lawyer was sleeping and he looked like he's gone off, and nothing is happening, in his mind, it was all in the plan. It was all in the plan, making that other lawyer think he's useless, but he knew that he was good. And the same thing with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is with us, sometimes he does lead us down valleys that we don't like, but it is all in the plan. Because he is the spirit of truth. And the spirit of truth cannot lie. Let me take you a bit deeper. The truth will save you money. As they said, ignorance is expensive. So, many times... Uh, how many times have they said to us that you cannot haggle in a shop? So, when the shop says it's 50 pounds, it's 50 pounds. You understand? I go to Harrods and I still have one. I do. And I must confess to most of you, I do get deals. In Harrods. I sit down, this is, this is the best price. And the, the, the lady was always looking at me and like, I said, I really want to buy, but I think this is expensive. Are you sure if I go to another shop, I won't find it better? And sometimes they say, you know what, let me give you a manager's discount. So they will use their own discount just for me to buy. You can have anywhere, a anywhere, anywhere. And if you've ever come from the side I've come from, they call it 100 pounds. You start from 20 pounds so that they will look at you with dis disgust. 
and then you start hugging. There is no way I will ever, it's, it's always, I take 80% off and then we start going from there, there, there on. And then once we reach an impasse, then I walk away. And while I'm walking, I'm expecting them to say, ah, come back. It always happens. If you've never had good before, it's because you lack truth. Because that's not the best, that's not the real price. <laughs> it's not the real price. Honestly, it's not the real price. Uh, 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 never, uh, I've been to every hotel that I go to, I haggle, every hotel. The room, that's what they would say. I'll call them directly and tell them, are there any deals going on? There is always a deal. Always a deal. Always. The room doesn't come with breakfast. Okay, can you throw breakfast in it? And they'll throw breakfast in it. Because ignorance is expensive. How many times have we bought a... a, 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 a one day I, I went on the train and I didn't realize that if I had wasted five minutes, it would cost me half the price. Ignorance is expensive. So I got to where I was going. I said, boy, this train ride is expensive. The guy says, how much did you pay? I said, like 40 pounds. He said, I paid only 15. I'm like, how? He says, what time did you? I said, I told him. I said, if you had just waited five more minutes. Because when you know the truth, it's the truth that will set you what? Free. I'm going somewhere tonight. Confusion belongs to people who are ignorant of the truth. Truth is light. And when light comes, darkness disappears. Because darkness is bondage. Jesus guided Simon Peter into the truth of the word that says to him that Although I'm not a fisherman, but if you put your net on this side, there are fishes that you can catch. Although you have gone all night and you caught nothing. When the truth was revealed to him and he cast his net, what? He what? He caught an abundance of fish to the extent that he was able to call his other brethren to say, you need to help me with what I've caught. You know what, he, what was revealed to him? Truth. Up till then, he was in darkness. Up till Jesus told him, you can do this. If you throw your net aboard, you will catch some fish. He was in total darkness and he walked alone in darkness and he walked hard in darkness. And many of us in church were walking hard, but we're walk, walk, walking in darkness. We're walking hard, but walking in darkness. When truth comes, it opens our eyes and we're able to see exactly where we're going because the spirit of truth reveals the intentions of God into our lives. This is absolutely the work of the Holy Spirit for our lives. When the Spirit of truth came upon me, it was able to say to me, this is the person I want you to marry. Right up until then, I was walking in darkness. The Spirit of truth, it would teach you all things. So, how do I live in the fullness of the Holy Spirit of truth. How do I have access? Let's go back to the scripture. John 16, 13-14. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will what? Guide you into all truth. The first thing I want us to know tonight is, number one, you must know the truth. Tell someone, you must know the truth. If you don't get to know the Holy Spirit, you would not know Him. The Spirit will guide you into all truth, and when He guides you into all truth, He will make you a cheap winner. When you know the truth, you will know what to do. Listen to me, the level of access you have to someone or a thing 
depends on the level of trust that you have developed. So, <laughs> when <laughs> there are some people that don't have access to my bank account. There was a time I needed money. I spoke to Matthew, gave him my card. Can you help me withdraw some money? From my own personal account. Because over the last 16 years, we have come a long way. I know I can give him my card, help me withdraw this amount of money, and he's not going in there saying, how much does pastor actually have in his account? Are you following what I'm saying? Even at work, there are levels of security that they give you. And the more level of security they give you, the more the trust they have in you. So you just don't get into work and suddenly you have top level security. No. They will gradually give you security depending on what your job is and how much they can trust you. Likewise, even in relationships, the how much you know about me depends on how much you are with me. Are you following what I'm saying? Uh, the, the more I'm able to trust you, the more I'm able to reveal myself to you. Now, if my wife doesn't trust me, the less the revelation of my capabilities will be. Because if I tell her this is the way we're going and she doesn't trust me, that means the benefit of what I know she will not know. The more you are close to the Holy Spirit, the more you will know what you need to know to get to where you need to get to. The closer you are to a person, the higher the access you have. Some of you, by the way, people will walk into your house and they, come, they can come right up to your bedroom. Let's say some of you are living with your parents. Even when your friend comes in, your parents will say, oh, they're upstairs. Are you following what I'm saying? They're upstairs in the room. And you just go straight upstairs. For some of you, they'll say, oh, we will call her or him down. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of you, they've given you access, but they've stopped your access now. Uh, are you following what I'm saying? Some people, you, you travel and you will give them your car keys. Uh, I'm parking my car in your house. I'll drop my car with you because you trust the person. Are you following what I'm saying? But with the Holy Spirit, many of us do not trust him enough to get closer to him for him to give you greater access in life. And the book of John chapter 8 verse 32, I'm using a different version, it says, and you will have knowledge of what is true and that will make you free. The truth which has made us free will in the end make us glad. So listen to this, you must know the truth, you must know the Holy Spirit. Many people, listen, let me, let me quickly do this, many people are rich today. Not because of their ability, but because of the ability, the availability of truth that they know that others don't know. It is called inside information. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to say this quietly. Because there's something called trading information. So, if you're in a company and you know your company is about to be sold to another company. If you tell your friend to buy some stocks in that company, that person may make a lot of money. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so it's called inside information. So, uh, and this goes all around all over the world. In fact, to be honest with you, there are traders and there are traders. You that is sitting down at home trading, you do not have the information that those in the bank have because when they go for lunch or they go for a drink after work 
They're catching up with their friends and they're telling them about what is going to happen to the company. It's called inside information. And before you know anything, they have got home that night and put a trade in, bought some stocks, and you'll be thinking, why are they buying some stocks? Because they know in the next three days, something is going to happen that is going to trigger the stock. It's called inside information. Let me go a bit closer. The adage says that information is powerful. Do you recognize that in those days, not nowadays, that many people are crazy, but in the olden days, when you want to marry, your parents would tell you, let me go and pray and let me look into the family. Now, all, most people are stupidly in love. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, so, the, 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 the parents go and ask other people that know that family to get information enough to be able to say that my daughter can marry into that family. You're all looking at me. It's in the Bible. <laughs> well, you're wrong because most of your information comes from Instagram. You, 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 you. <laughs> Pastor, why are you saying this? I'm coming to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to land soon. Your, your, most, no, Abraham has enough information about where he was that he actually spoke to his services. Do not choose any wife for my son amongst the people I am. Go back to my uh, family and choose a wife from inside information. Are you following what I'm saying? Hey, many people today just say, oh, you bumped into the person, oh, I love you, you love me, uh, we got married. No background check, no background check. You don't know if it's a pedophile, you don't know if it's a killer, you don't know, all you just see is a hunk who has, a, who, uh, who has six pack. Six pack, he's, he's using six pack to destroy some people. No inside information. You don't know how he treats his mom. You don't know how he treats his family. All he's just saying is that, I just don't want to be with my family. My family is all this. They're crazy and all that kind of stuff. He, he, he left another relationship. He divorced another person. And all you're thinking, especially ladies, is that they were not good enough for him. They didn't understand him. Uh, you will soon understand what they didn't understand. Because if you've got inside information, you'll be able to know what you are about to get into. I remember there was a girl in this church, so it's not a far, far-fetched thing, who was going out with a guy. And her friend, best friend says, I know this guy. He has been in a relationship before. He beats the girl up. And I'm telling you, this is not good. She... She, for better word, divorced the relationship with her friend that they were together for years and still went out with the guy. And the guy sent nasty messages to the girl saying that you are a frustrated because you have no one who has ever spoken to you in the last six years. He said, okay, thank you. God bless you. Inside information. She kept speaking to the girl that I'm telling you something is wrong here. Well, she got into the relationship probably less than a year. In this church, uh, she got married. And in less than three months, yeah, they separated. The police had to come to the house. Same situation. Now, knowing the truth is different from having the truth. Because the person was given inside information to save her from calamity. The person was given inside information to make them rich. I've used trying to pick on those two different scenarios. Likewise, as they said information is powerful, there is a confidence that I have as a pastor and as a child of God when I can trust the Holy Spirit who has inside information that would deliver me from evil and, and, and catapult me to higher heights than where I am. 
All of us from the inside of us has the Holy Spirit on the inside of us that can save us from calamity. It will tell you in the morning, it will say to you, don't take that way. Something will just say, don't take that way. Giving you inside information that says, this way you're about to take, which is your normal way, may end up in disaster. I remember when I was about to travel sometimes, the Holy Spirit says, don't travel. He used my wife to speak to me, don't travel. And I didn't travel. And thank God I didn't travel because the country I was going, war broke out there. I would have been stuck. Many things that we say it is the will of God is not the will of God. It is a lack of information of the spirit of truth. Now, as I've said this, take a minute, go back into your life, find out of areas where you have faced massive calamity and ask yourself, did I even pray? Did I even ask the Holy Spirit? Did I even hear anything before I did it? Then go back into your life and find out areas of success that you've had. And you find out that most of it has come from advice and information that you've got. Likewise, because Joseph loved the spirit of truth, the spirit of God rested upon Joseph from his youth till his day of death and guided him into all wisdom as a shepherd leads the flock. That's you find that in Psalm 80 verse 1. He will guide you. He will consider even your feeble infant state. And as a father leads his child's child by the hands, so will the Holy Spirit guide you. Let me say this again. If you know the truth about health, you will never be sick again. If you know the truth about God's provision, you will never be poor again. And many people are looking at me. When you know the truth of financial um, 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 financial stewardship, you will never be poor again. When you know the truth of how to live right, you will not be sick again. When you know the truth of how to walk with God, the devil will never eat you up for breakfast again. When you know the truth that I cannot fail, you will not fail. It's a lack of the truth. The truth is that I know that God is going to make a way. The truth is that the work that God has started in me, he will complete it. Listen to me. The spirit of truth is different from facts. The facts may say you are sick. The truth says that by his stripes, what? I am healed. The fact may say I've lost my job, but the truth say he is the Lord my provider. He will provide for what? All my needs according to what? His riches in glory through Christ Jesus. The fact may be that people may be against me, but the spirit of truth says even your enemies will see you eating. And enjoying life because he sets a table before you in the midst of your enemies. Are you following what I'm saying? When you follow the facts, you will continue fighting your enemies. When you follow the truth, you will continue eating while your enemies are angry. How you fight your battle depends on the truth that you have. David... Do not go out against this army the way you went out before. Split your army into three different places and come as an ambush. That was the spirit of truth. For many of us, we are fighting battles and using the same equipment we used to use last year. Because we lack the truth. The truth is that you will not, I will not remain in that state forever. Change is coming. The truth is that Jesus is working it out. When I know the truth, I will be at rest. The truth is, I'm not going to bow down to that golden image. The truth is, I'm not going to compromise. 
throw me into the fiery furnace. Jesus will be with me. And if I perish, I perish. That is people who know the truth. He, he says, those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do what? Exploits. When you include truth into your life, you will never be out of control. Uh, uh, uh. The spirit of truth always brings what I call stability, even to our temperament. It will control our thoughts, it will control my speech, it will control all our actions. The truth tells us who we really are and not what circumstances say we are. He says the spirit of truth will guide you. When the spirit of truth comes, you will enter into battle with truth, not based on facts. The facts may be against you, but the truth will always speak on your behalf. Let's go to Romans chapter 14 verse 19 as we round up. He says, and Abraham's faith did not weaken. Romans 4, 19 to 20. He says, even though at about a hundred years of age, he figured his body was as good as death. And so Sarah's womb, verse 20, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger and in this he brought glory to God. Can I say this, that many of us are not bringing glory to God because we are operating from facts instead of from the spirit of truth. We're not. We compromise a lot. Because the fact is more attractive than the spirit of truth. We do crazy things in our lives because we can't wait for God to do what he needs to do in our lives. And that's why the Bible says you will know the truth. You will know the Holy Spirit who is the spirit of truth. And it is that truth that you will set you free. But let me throw this to you and as we close. It's not good enough for you to know the truth. But it's for you to believe the truth. Do you actually believe that the Holy Spirit can lead you into your right destiny? Don't shake your head because many of you don't. When you pray, you are talking to God. You are not listening. Do you actually believe? The first thing is, do you know the truth? Secondly, do you believe the truth? There is a difference between knowing someone and believing someone. Many people, they walk into my office for counseling, but they just want to hear what their friends told them. I, I, I was with a couple some time ago. The couple came to me and they said to me, they want to do something. And I looked at them and I said, mm, I don't actually believe that that's the right thing. They said, Pastor, I said, no. I said, as I'm even speaking to you, I am the lone voice out of all those who confirmed that you are doing the right thing. I'm the only one who is saying it is wrong. And they looked at me funny. I said, am I right? He said, yes. I said, the problem is, I am going nowhere. I'm pastor. I've been pastor for 60 years. I agree. A prophet can come and talk to you while you're going walking down the road. You won't see him anymore. And you've already given him 200 pounds. I am going nowhere. I'm telling you that if I am wrong, I can run. Are you following what I'm saying? So, there's no point in me telling you what is not right. Do you believe what I'm telling you to do? They said yes, and they followed through. And when they followed through, to God's glory and God's honor, it worked out well. And they came to me and said, thank you for telling us the truth. Although, when they sat with me, they said they have prayed, they have believed God, they believe this is what God is saying. No, when people come to you, that's the first thing they say to you. I have prayed, I believe God, God spoke to me to do this and all that. To me, I really don't care what you believed or what you get. If you're coming to me at the first person, so what do you need from me? Oh, we need your advice. As you've said that, whatever you have prayed and whatever you've cared from God, eradicate it. Because now you're asking me to hear God. 
If, if not, don't come. Because in time past, they just come and say, you know, pastor, we just want to tell you, um, and what do you really think? Because God spoke to us. I said, hey! I don't want to hear the God that spoke to you. God also speaks to me. Tell me, this is what I want to do, and I will tell you if it is right or wrong. Don't put me in a uh, God spoke. How many times? God, 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 uh, you've seen on the internet how many times God spoke. God spoke to someone to raise someone who is the dead. Who was his cameraman? Oh, no, 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 no. What, what are you talking about? Please. But can I say this quietly? That the greatest success in life is when you know the Spirit of God and you believe Him. Abraham did not only know God, he believed Him. You cannot follow someone you don't believe. Now quietly you can see that I'm getting into hearing the voice of God. Because many people want to know how to hear the voice of God. Well, that, that, that before I speak, before I, before I set my, my, my fullness on that next week, I need to give you a background. You cannot say you want to hear God's voice that you don't believe. So when God says to you, pick yourself up and go and forgive that person, do you actually know him enough to believe that what he said was right, even though what he's telling you to do does not look right. Are you following what I'm saying? He's telling you, this morning, I don't want you to eat, I just want you to fast till 2 o'clock. Ah, God, yesterday, I actually skipped dinner. Uh, he knows you skipped dinner. <laughs> but the food you're about to go and eat may actually harm you. You may just be looking forward to going to that restaurant or stuff on your way to work to eat and the Holy Spirit has inside information about him telling you to fast. Fast doesn't move him. God just wants to set you aside from that calamity. Have you ever had an argument with someone and God says, you go and apologize? Is that, eh? They will think I'm a fool. Yes. But it is not that person God is interested in as much as he's interested in building character in you because there will be a place that you may need to go to another person who may be your ticket to your next level. Can I say this quickly? And I'm not sure most of you realize this. Many of you behave in such a manner because of where you see yourself now. Many of you do not realize that what you do now can affect your future. But because you, because you are probably getting a hundred pounds now, you're blowing it without realizing that it is that hundred pounds that is seed money for where you're going. In fact, some of you, you talk anyhow, you act anyhow, you put stuff anyhow on anyhow, Instagram, uh, Facebook and all that kind of stuff without realizing that this is going to have consequences for your future because right now you're not in any position of influence. How many people, tonight they're showing something about Michael Jackson. uh, What's this other guy? You... Al uh, Kelly, you know, all these things that Kevin Spacey, all these things that are coming out. Do you know that when these guys were doing what they were doing, it looks like it was normal. They were behaving because of where they were then. And sometimes the Holy Spirit is telling us, behave not based on the prison you are now, but on the palace that you're going. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? Meaning that Joseph, if Joseph, one, had not known the truth, you know my favorite uh, character in the Bible is Joseph, if he didn't know the truth, and if he didn't believe in the truth, he would have slept with that woman and had truncated his palace. 
And he could have just behaved for where he is. Are you following what I'm saying? Nobody knows me right now. Someone walked up to me and said to me, Pastor, oh, be careful of some certain things you say because you don't know where you may find yourself in the future. Because in that, at that particular time, I was still in the interchange studio. So, eh, we're small. I can just say anything I can say. Uh, uh, the more the church started to grow, the more I knew I just can't say anything I can say. Are you following what I'm saying? Obama's pastor, they, 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 they found out his sermon he preached a long time ago when Obama was just not a senator and they picked it up when he became the president. Be careful of what you say, who you associate yourself with, and what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do right now. Because although it may not be relevant for the position where you are, but it may be relevant and it will be relevant for where he's taking you to. So when he says, keep your temperament, it's not because of the fools you're dealing with right now, but it's because of the palace that you're going to. Because if you don't know how to behave in the prison, you will never know how to deal with demons in the palace. If you don't know how to behave with your brothers and sisters at home, you will never know how to behave with your wife or husband when you get married. That food that you're cooking for those siblings that seem to be sitting down and they're watching uh, Games of Thrones, relax. Sooner or later, <laughs> sooner or later, after the sixth episode has finished, They'll find out that it's the episodes of their life that will continue. And you know what? While you are now thriving in your marriage, they are struggling because they thought that where they were would be permanent now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so they refused to cook, they refused to clean, they refused to do anything, but they didn't realize that what you were doing in taking care of them is going to help you for your future. I was living with someone one time and the person was telling me, and I need to remember, the person was telling, I was having a problem with the person paying bills. Very close relative. One of my friends says, whoa, 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 why are you shouting? I'm living alone and I'm paying all my bills. Pay all your bills. What if you get married? Are you going to be asking your wife to, to, to pay your bills to do that? It makes you respond to pay the bills. Don't even ask them. Just, it, it will teach you how to move up, up in life. And I just started paying the bills. I've shared this with some people before. I said, I'm paying the bill. I stopped asking. When I stopped asking, peace came upon me. I didn't need to struggle at the end of the month, starting to scream. I, I, I would either work extra, get the money. Afterwards, they said, oh, you didn't ask me for this. I said, don't worry. If you want to pay, pay. If you don't want to pay, pay. He says, oh, is it because, it's a, I, honestly, I, I, I need to be responsible. At one point in time, you're going to leave. And when you're going to leave, I'm going to have to pay the bill. So, so you know what? Whatever you have, give. It's the Holy Spirit. I didn't even need to ask the person. Every month they were just transferring the money into my account. The good thing about it was they were transferring more than the bills. <laughs> One time they asked, is it enough? I said, mm. I said, okay, I will add more. I didn't lie. I just said, mm. and in my mind I said, everything you owe me, I will get back. <laughs> the Holy Spirit through someone said to me, don't worry. But do you believe it? Let me round up by saying John eleven fourteen. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you will see the glory of God? Let me say this. Satan's biggest weapon is deception. And his greatest weakness is truth. Absolute truth. God's truth. And so he's going to fight truth every chance he gets he's desperate desperate to destroy it if he can deceive then he can divide and when he divides he can finally destroy all he said to adam and eve is that are you sure you want to listen to believe that you cannot eat from this tree and that's the end of the stuff anytime truth is given to you the devil will try to distort it Truth is our principal weapon against Satan. Another weapon he uses is fear. He uses fear to defeat Peter and made him look at the waves instead of believing the truth of the word of God. 
Saul feared the people, so he moved from his place of strength. Elimelech left Bethlehem, the house of bread, and he went to Moab. Luke one forty five says, And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance. A performance. Luke one forty five. Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. When you believe the spirit of truth, he will make you still while you're trusting God. Your believing him will anchor your soul. Joseph in Potiphar's house stood for the truth. His heart was still even in prison. Daniel in Nebuchadnezzar's palace, he stood for the truth. There are three things you need to understand. You need to know the truth. You need to believe the truth. And also lastly, you need to walk in the truth. You've got to know the truth. Because if you don't know it, then you can't believe it. But when you believe it, then you can now walk in it. You've got to know how to walk with the truth. Are you following what I'm saying? Many of our steps are distorted, stagnant, or we fall because we have failed to walk in what was given to us. So let me give you a good example and we close. Your finances is bad. You come to see pastor. Pastor sits down with you. And some of you haven't come to see pastor because you don't want to know the truth. Uh, you don't even need to see pastor. You just need to find someone who can really be You haven't come because you don't want to know the truth. All you want to know is you still want to keep buying your, 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 your coffee, your Costa, your other stuff. You still want to enjoy life. You want to go out on Saturday and still blow the money. You're going older. You really don't understand. The age is going on. You know, we're now in March. That's three months added to your normal age. It's crazy. Things are going quickly. It's going quickly. You have no idea. You're wasting money. You don't realize that other people are doing things and they're surpassing. They're going ahead. They are making money. They are managing their money. I don't know why I'm going into money. Uh, but, but you're still using your credit card anyhow. You have never done a budget. You have heard it so many times, but you have refused. Why? You know the truth, but you just don't believe. You don't believe I can buy that property because it would take a sacrifice from you. So you may come to me and find the truth. You may believe that I can get out of debt by doing something well with my finances, but you refuse to walk. Somebody I saw recently, I said, ah, where is the money you said you'll be putting into your account? <laughs> Pastor, I'm like, look at this fool. <laughs> That's what I just said. It's foolishness. You're, you're still calling pastor. After five months, five months of you putting 500 pounds, you would have had 2,500 pounds. And you're like, and you refuse to walk in it, so you now, single lady, you understand, you now get married, or you get into a relationship, the guy is telling you, you can't spend money like that. You walk out of the relationship because you feel, I don't want anyone to now be my boss. I don't want anybody to, to tell me what I'm doing. Are you my father? No, yes, you're stupid. It's just that you're just stupid. You're stupid because you failed to know the truth. And walk in the truth. I hope you're not leaving because I'm saying the truth. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. No. So it's a waste of my time to tell you how to hear the voice of God when you don't really want to know Him, you don't want to believe it, and you don't want to walk with it. Maybe many of you should go home again and look at your finances. Get your three months bank statement. See those leaking cash. Get back. This is my conclusion tonight. Get, you need, first, let's first deal with your finances. Let's see if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. This thing I'm doing, is it right? Maybe God, you may be, go home, God will just walk into your house with you and say, clean up. 
I'm too tired. Look, your stuff is around. Your underwear is somewhere else. Your, your, your toothbrush is somewhere else. You wake up in the morning. You're always looking for something. There is no organization. Nothing is organized in your life. You just wake up anyhow. Sleep anyhow. Never made the bed. It's the same bed sheet that has been on there for the last five weeks. And then you're asking the Holy Spirit to come into that house to pray with you. It smells. The Holy Spirit is a person who is organized. Maybe we should start from there. Should I close? <laughs> and then you now put your, you put, you put your own truth on Instagram. It's your makeup we see. No, 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 no. Let's see your bedroom. All of you tonight, don't do anything with it. Take a selfie with your bed, the home, not the, not the, and then put it on Instagram and let's see. I'll do mine too. Just your car. Only your car. Let's go to your car. We'll see McDonald's there. We'll see, uh, waitress there. We'll see. Everything is on the floor. Truth. It's really, you really don't want to change. And the problem I'm saying to you, and I know I'm dealing with young people, is that this is going to cause issues in the future. So when we're talking about knowing the truth, we say, God, is he the one or is he not the one? Before, don't start with, is he or is he not? She is, is she not? Whatever it is. Let's first start from the little tiny things of correction that the Holy Spirit wants to bring to our lives. And let's start doing it bit by bit. Even from waking up early in the morning to pray. Even of reading your Bible. is the spirit of truth. Amen. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.